0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Jeremiah weeps over God's anger with Jerusalem. He has done violence to his temple and destroyed the wall and gates. So how can Jeremiah console his people? We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Lamentations 2 on simply the bible
0: the bible speaks of judgment as being god's strange work but jeremiah lived at a time when he observed the lord's judgment poured out upon jerusalem he saw things that no one should ever have to see we continue in lamentations chapter 2 How the Lord has covered the daughter of Zion with a cloud in his anger. He cast down from heaven to the earth the beauty of Israel and did not remember his footstool in the day of his anger. The Lord has swallowed up and has not pitied all the dwelling places of Jacob. He has thrown down in his wrath the strongholds of the daughter of Judah. He has brought them down to the ground. He has profaned the kingdom. And its princes. Jeremiah saw God's anger as black storm clouds that had covered Jerusalem. He cast down her beauty. Jerusalem had been the Lord's footstool, the place where he delighted to put his name, the place where he dwelt, but he no longer remembered it. God swallowed up the homes of his people, he threw down their fortified walls, and he defiled the kingdom it is interesting that when god gave the land of canaan to the children of israel they did these same things to the inhabitants of the land but because they indulged in the evil practices of these nations and their idolatry they now shared the same fate he has cut off in fierce anger Every horn of Israel, he has drawn back his right hand from before the enemy. He has blazed against Jacob like a flaming fire, devouring all around, standing like an enemy. He has bent his bow with his right hand like an adversary. He has slain all who were pleasing to his eye. On the tent of the daughter of Zion, he has poured out his fury like fire. The horn in scripture is a symbol of strength. The Lord cut off all their strength. He used to go out with Israel when they fought against their enemies, but now he withdrew his hand of protection. He poured out his fury like fire upon his people. This is most unusual, for God does not typically appoint his people to wrath, but they had repeatedly violated the covenant and rejected his counsel. The Lord was like an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all her palaces. He has destroyed her strongholds and has increased mourning and lamentation in the daughter of Judah. He has done violence to his tabernacle as if it were a garden. He has destroyed his place of assembly. The Lord has caused the appointed feasts and Sabbaths to be forgotten in Zion In his burning indignation, he has spurned the king and the priest. The Lord has spurned his altar. He has abandoned his sanctuary. He has given up the walls of her palaces into the hand of the enemy. They have made a noise in the house of the Lord as on the day of a set feast. Rather than standing with his people, the Lord became like an enemy toward them by swallowing up their palaces and strongholds. He increased their great mourning and lamentation. And he did violence to his tabernacle by destroying the temple with fire. Now it was the Babylonians who were his instruments of destruction, but it was God who was behind it all. The annual feasts in Jerusalem were wonderful times of worship and celebration, but now God caused them to be forgotten. He spurned the leadership and the worship of his people for it was all a farce. Verse 8. The Lord has purposed to destroy the wall of the daughter of Zion. He has stretched out a line. He has not withdrawn his hand from destroying. Therefore, he has caused the rampart and wall to lament. They languished together. Her gates have sunk into the ground. He has destroyed and broken her bars. Her king and her princes are among the nations. The law is no more. And her prophets find no vision from the Lord. As they stretched out a measuring line for construction, so now God would stretch out one for destruction. The rampart and wall both lamented as they were breached by the Babylonians. The bars of the city gates were broken, leaving the people completely vulnerable. Now her kings and priests were scattered to the nations, and God's life-giving law was no more. The things that had designated them as God's special people were now stripped away. The prophets who had given divine revelations were now silent, and there was no word from the Lord. The elders of the daughter of Zion sit on the ground and keep silence. They throw dust on their heads and gird themselves with sackcloth, The virgins of Jerusalem bow their heads to the ground. My eyes fail with tears. My heart is troubled. My bile is poured on the ground because of the destruction of the daughter of my people. The elders sat on the ground wearing sackcloth and dust on their heads. They were in deep mourning over all the calamity coming upon them. The virgins bowed their heads to the ground. They would not know the joy of celebrating their wedding day. Jeremiah had wept so much that his eyes now failed him. His heart was continually troubled and his liver, considered the seat of deep emotion, was poured on the ground because of the destruction of the daughter of his people, an affectionate term for the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Because the children and the infants faint in the streets of the city, They say to their mothers, where is grain and wine? As they swoon like the wounded in the streets of the city, as their life is poured out in their mother's bosom. No doubt Jeremiah could not get the images out of his mind of children and infants fainting in the streets for lack of food. They died in their mother's arms. How shall I console you? To what shall I liken you, O daughter of Jerusalem? What shall I compare with you that I may comfort you, O virgin daughter of Zion? For your ruin is spread wide as the sea. Who can heal you? How could Jeremiah console them? Because the only one who could bring them consolation had become their enemy. Their ruin was now as wide and unending as the ocean." Your prophets have seen for you false and deceptive visions. They have not uncovered your iniquity to bring back your captives, but have envisioned for you false prophecies and delusions. Their prophets should have warned them that they were violating God's covenant. They should have called them to repentance and obedience. Instead, they lied to them, telling them what they wanted to hear, Like physicians who won't tell their patients that they are dying of a terminal disease, these prophets were derelict in their duty. All who pass by clap their hands at you. They hiss and shake their heads at the daughter of Jerusalem. Is this the city that is called the perfection of beauty? The joy of the whole earth? All your enemies have opened their mouth against you. They hiss and gnash their teeth. They say, we have swallowed her up. Surely this is the day we have waited for. We have found it. We have seen it. Because of all the calamity that came upon Jerusalem and Judah, their enemies reproached them. They mocked them and gnashed their teeth at them. They gloated in the destruction of the Jews. The Lord has done what he purposed. He has fulfilled his word, which he commanded in days of old. He has thrown down and is not pitied. And he has caused an enemy to rejoice over you. He has exalted the horn of your adversaries. All of these things came upon them because God keeps his promises. When he gave them the covenant, he warned them what would happen if they turned away and worshiped other gods. Now, nearly a thousand years later, God was finally bringing about the judgment he had promised. We love the promises of God for blessing. But do we also take to heart his promises for judgment? Verse 18 Their heart cried out to the Lord O wall of the daughter of Zion, let tears run down like a river day and night. Give yourself no relief, give your eyes no rest. Arise, cry out in the night at the beginning of the watches. Pour out your heart like water before the face of the Lord. Lift your hands toward him for the life of your young children. Who faint from hunger at the head of every street. Now, in the midst of their judgment, Jeremiah calls out to the people to let their tears run down day and night. In times of extreme emotion, tears can be deeply cathartic. But even more significant, they would lead the people to heartfelt repentance. They could not avoid the immediate disaster and captivity, but they could begin the process of penitence. So that God could restore them in the future. Jeremiah told them to pour out their hearts like water before the face of the Lord. This is authentic prayer to which God pays attention. We ought to always pour out our hearts truthfully to God. For he is the only one who can change the circumstances beyond our control. They were to lift up their hands and intercede for their children who were now suffering the consequences of their bad choices. See, O Lord, and consider to whom have you done this? Should the women eat their offspring, the children they have cuddled? Should the priest and prophet be slain in the sanctuary of the Lord? Because of the siege and resulting famine, The mothers ate their own children rather than dying of starvation. Unthinkable, but it actually did happen as God had warned them. Young and old lie on the ground in the streets. My virgins and my young men have fallen by the sword. You have slain them in the day of your anger. You have slaughtered and not pitied. You have invited as to a feast day, the terrors that surround me in the day of the Lord's anger. There was no refugee or survivor. Those whom I have born and brought up my enemies have destroyed young, old, and everyone in between lie on the ground, dead from starvation, disease, or warfare." Jeremiah told the Lord that he had invited terrors to surround him, yet Jeremiah found no fault with God because he was only giving them what they had deserved. But how tragic to see the ones that you have borne destroyed and know that it was because of your own transgressions. We know that God is loving, but he is also just and worthy to be feared. He is the one to whom we will all give an account of ourselves. The Jews thought that they were immune to destruction because they were God's chosen people and they possessed the temple in Jerusalem, but they had a false sense of assurance. May we not make that same mistake, but instead repent of our sins and keep the Lord's commandments before it is too late.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, The Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Jeremiah laments his unending anguish. God has been like a lion in ambush, but Jeremiah also has hope that the Lord's compassions will not fail. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Lamentations on Simply the Bible.